0: We are so excited tonight to be able to have one of our partners come up and uh, share with us what God is using uh, him and his family and teams and pastors and all the, that they're training up, uh, reaching one nation of 1.3 billion people, reaching another nation of over 11 million people, and uh, it's, a, it's a staggering task, uh, probably some of the most witchcraft that you've ever seen in your life. Uh, they're having to deal with, they're seeing some of the, where they basically dedicated and consecrated things to voodoo and Satan, and yet the light of God comes in, and all, even though the state would, would back this, this religion of darkness, that everywhere that light, that candle comes in, the darkness has to flee, it just has to flee, it has to flee, you're going to find that our friend tonight is not 7 foot 10 like a Goliath walking in saying I'm coming in my strength. He's just going to be a guy just like me, my brother from another mother who's going to who walks in through the power of the spirit of God and he and his family and even his children the light shines so bright that the demons have to flee. Hallelujah. Lives being transformed. I'm telling you, everything the devil planned to take it down, there's hope now. There's hope. Actually, there's love and hope that has come in. And that's actually the name of this ministry and missions work, Love and Hope Ministries. We've been so privileged to partner with over the years. And we used to have more access to my friend as he was at regent, a student, a professor. And now he's taken the plunge and actually moved back and moved in, not just visiting with his teams like he was doing and raising up the indigenous leaders. He's actually moved there into Haiti, but still doing the ministry in India as well. And uh, he's here in the States, and we wanted an update, and he's going to come and share from his heart, just like what God, by the power of his spirit, does in India and does in Haiti. We want to see it done here at Christian Embassy.
1: Before I preach the word of God. I would like to read a portion of scripture from Philippians chapter 3 verses 7 to 11. The epistle to the Philippians chapter 3 verses 7 to seven through 11. But whatever things were gained to me those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and I count them but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ." And may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law or the law of Moses, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death, in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. I would like to read verse 7 again. But whatever things were gained to me, those things I counted as lost for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing, Value of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ. It, is, it was very hard for me when God, one day I was in some reason, God always talks to me in, in my bathroom for some reason. I was in my bathroom, then I heard the Holy Spirit talking to me, Son, this is the time to pack your bag and move to Haiti. What? Haiti? Lord, I went to Regent University and studied for a decade, 10 years. I did my MBA, MDU and PhD.
2: To do what? To make money and live the American dream. Lord,
1: I went to school for a decade for nothing.
2: I went there to make money. To live the American dream. Two cats, three dogs, five rats. I'm kidding. Five rats. Ticket fence, big car, big house.
1: I came to the United States in 1993 with uh, 20, less than $20 in my pocket, or $50, less than $50 in my pocket. I came here to pursue the American dream. God was so gracious to me. I have three bachelors, two masters, and PhD. I never paid any penny to any financial institution.
2: God was so good to me. Lord, all this education. Lord, this is it. I have to
1: leave the American dream. When God told me to pack your bag.
2: What? Are you okay? Are you crazy? I'm not leaving. I am not leaving. There will not be any. All this in Haiti. There will not be any. Chick fil A in Haiti, there will not be any Walmart in Haiti.
1: By the way, there are no cookouts. I'm not going.
2: There are no cookouts. For heaven's sake, I love that milkshake, peach, and cheesecake. Milkshake, I mean, it is the taste of heaven on earth. I'm not going.
1: Then I had to face the same question Peter faced after the resurrection of Jesus. My son, do you love me more than this?
2: My son, do you love me more than the American dream? My son, do you love me more than your degrees?
1: Do you really love me more than these?
2: Do you really love me more than cookout? Or peach and cheesecake milkshake? Do you love me more than these?
1: I was driving, it is April, uh, sorry, it is February, same month. Then we have a spring fling at our children's uh, keys program in Chesapeake. I went there, suddenly my daughter Gloria, can you put that picture please, my family picture. Ah, Yes. My daughter, Gloriana, she has been suffering from the chronic asthma since she, she is a little girl, since she is three years old. She, was, she broke out in hives and she had an asthma attack. I was rushing to the CHKD from Keys. Uh, uh, this homeschool program, I'm rushing. Then devil jumped on me say
2: you want to go to Haiti do you think that you know do you know there are no specialized hospitals there are no CHKD in Haiti there are no modern equipment there are no modern hospitals do you know that there are no emergency rooms in Haiti there are no ambulance and do you know that then I looked, oh, the conversation, devil is trying to intimidate me, I shook, my body shook, with fear. I was driving, rushing my daughter to CHKD, emergency room.
1: I told the devil, you are right, there are no emergency rooms, there are no ambulances. There are no modern equipment. There are no specialized hospitals in
2: Haiti. You are right. But my God, my Jesus. My Jesus is
1: enough. More than specialized hospitals. I was, uh, I took her to CHK, See was there for three days. Then, then I, bar, I, bargained, I bargained, I bargained with God. Lord, if you keep my children safe and sound, I will go. If I had to die on the mission field, I will die, but keep my children safe. I when then again I faced with an,
2: do you love me more than your children?
1: Lord, no, I don't. But if you want me to go, I will go. But give me that assurance. It's going to be all right. Give me that peace. Suddenly, the peace of God came upon me. I don't know. I am driving and I'm flying. By 2025, they're coming flying cars. I don't know. Maybe you'll be driving. Not in Haiti, though. (laughs) I am rushed. I went there. I came to the United States to attend a mission conference. Now, I'm sharing my heart with you. In that conference, God spoke to me three things.
2: For the cause of Christ, I would live. For the cause of Christ, I would work. For the cause of Christ, I would die. For the cause of the gospel, I would live. For the cause of the gospel, I will work. For the cause of Christ, for the cause of the gospel, I would die. That is the theme song. Lord, Mm -mm. I said yes in my mind, but my heart is not there.
1: I said yes, I will go. But I was still struggling. Lord, do you love me more than your house? I live in, uh, I live on Lake James. I have a beautiful house. Not like some some people. Not, not like some people. Like you, some of you have beautiful houses. But I have a pretty good house. Lord. Do you love me more than your house on the lake James? Then I had to come to grips with the Lord for the cause of Christ, I would live. Then I'm still struggling. One of my students, at Regent University, Pastor Garcia, he works in a local church. He came to me, Dr. Rapaka, what's going on? No, my, my mind. I, I said yes in my mind. but my, I'm very hard time going there. Then he looked at me. I feel like I'm losing everything. Then he
2: told me, Dr. Rapaka, with God, you cannot lose anything. Then he looked into my eyes. I know Haiti is one of the, the poorest countries in the Western Hemisphere. But even in Haiti, God can make you a millionaire. Obey God and go, he said.
1: Hallelujah. For the cause... Of Christ, I would live.
2: For the cause of Christ, I
1: would work, going to Haiti, pack my bags and left everything, just to went with my wife, my two children. We went, left my son here in the United States. We went there.
2: But I thought when we go there, everything will be alright. But not everything will be alright. Living in Haiti is not a picnic. And everybody became enemy to us. We thought we came to take over the ministry there. We, the devil was not happy. Everybody turned against us. Lord! Lord! Why am I here? I should have thought at St. Leo, I would have enjoyed my life. By the way, I missed my cheesecake and peach milkshake.
1: <laughs> I like, thank God for Chick-fil-A. Do you know what happened? The minute we landed in Atlanta from Haiti, my wife, my children, they did not use bathrooms. Guess what? They hit Chick-fil-A. To get <laughs> We lived about four months in my father-in-law's house. The next door is a voodoo temple, nightclub and bar for four months, from eight to o'clock to twelve sometimes two, three o'clock whole night voodoo drums and dance and they they burned or smoked marijuana and I mean their music is loud, we could not sleep. We went there we want to, so sometimes we have sometimes you you have a, a lofty idea about missionaries. No,
2: we, I, struggled. I, I struggled to say yes to God. We are not super humans. We are not superheroes. Same problems you face, same fears, same anxieties, same unknowns that you face, we still face.
1: But the difference between ordinary Christian, a brave Christian is to say yes. Living in Haiti is not a picnic. We have a finally, we got into our house, my nice house, but there are some plumbing issues. We have a nice tank, I can pump every day in the morning, when oh, not in the morning, sometimes it comes at 10 sporadically, whenever it wants to, whenever it comes, I pump it, but five, six, after five, six hours, the tank will not retain water. It will be drained. Then we shipped our stuff in barrels. Every day I fetch water into the barrels and from those barrels we flush the toilets and take shower. The water is not pure. They're contaminated. All the dirt, specks comes from water. Thank God for Walmart. We took some bleach tablets, chlorine tablets. We put each tablet, I mean, one tablet in each, each barrel, every day. Because of plumbing problems, water will come through the, come underneath the kitchen sink. Every day, my children, they take a cloth or mop, they wipe. That's their daily routine. We have four fans. But only two works. Two doesn't work. The two works, they will go like this. (laughs) We have ACs in my room, in my bedroom, and our children's bedroom. But electricity only comes four hours a day. Sometimes no electricity. So when electricity comes, we are like kids in the candy store. Let's run to the room. We sit there two hours. Boom. Electricity is gone. Uh, Sometimes my wife gets up at 1 a.m. to do the laundry. Sometimes they give electricity in the midnight.
2: For the cause of Christ, live for the cause of Christ I would work. We worked, hard. we worked hard. We want to see the soul saved. Six months we don't have any converts. Every night we pray, Lord, give us souls or send us back to Virginia Beach. I'd rather be sitting in the Chick-fil-A
1: Give us souls. Or else send us back to Virginia Beach. 90 degrees, 100 degrees, no AC, no fans. Oh, not. We formed, for the last 16 years, we formed good relationships. I have good friends here. My children, I have good friends. We left everything. Everybody turned against us. And then yesterday, my wife told me we went to. There is only one small place we call it Daily Mart. It look looks like a Seven Eleven, small store. This yesterday, she told me I didn't want to freak you out. Our two girls almost kidnapped in that store.
2: Lord, for the cause of Christ, I would work.
1: For the cause of Christ, I would die. I thought I sacrificed a lot by going into. The mission field, working as missionaries, says full-time. I thought, I I sacrificed a lot. Yes, I left a nice home in the Lake James area. When, uh, do you know the devil is very crafty? In order to allure me, before I left, maybe eight months before I left for Haiti, St. Leo University gave me a full scholarship to do my second MBA. I started a class, Corporate Communications. Now my major is supply, global supply chain management. Okay, <laughs> okay, I wanted to leave the ministry, I went to ABNB, Chartway, BBNT, Bank of America, I was looking for jobs, man, I forget about ministry. I have PhD, I have MBA, then I can work as a teller, I will work my, I will work my way up. But God closed every door. God closed every door. Then they transferred two classes from my Regent MBA. For nine classes, they gave me, I already mapped out, Okay, one, nine, nine, nine months, I will be finishing all my nine classes, uh, only eight-week classes. It's a year, I can finish everything. Then suddenly, I think um, month of January or February, six months before I left for Haiti, then my program director looked through my transcripts. Hey, I didn't realize you have an MBA. Let me send your transcript to Florida, our main campus. Then within two weeks, they s- he evalu- he evaluated my transcript. They... Send back the report, this guy is qualified to teach five business classes. Oh, I've been trying to teach in a business school at Regent
2: University for a long time. Man, this is the chance I can be called
1: professor of business at sent. Then I also came to know if I continued to teach there. My son, Jeremiah, who is in Mexico now, with YOM, you could have got four years full scholarship. I said, no.
2: My son, do you love me more than your son's scholarship? Do you love me more than your business full scholarship? Do you love me more than teaching business classes at St. Leo? For the cause of Christ, I would live for the cause of Christ. I would work for the cause.
1: Then I'm patting on my back, sacrificing all these things. When I came to the United States two weeks ago to attend a missions conference, I heard a beautiful story from a missionary. It's her story. After 9 11, a lady from the United States, God called her and her husband with four children to go to. I never heard that country. I, I, know, I, I know a lot of countries, but I never heard that country. called country called Maritana, the Muslim nation in North Africa. God called her to
2: go there with four children. But before she went, her life was a wreck. She grew up in a Christian family. And she went to college, but something happened. She turned her back on God. And she got pregnant
1: Out of wedlock. Then The guy she was living with Or staying Or cohabiting When she found out She was pregnant She said so long, see you later
2: Bye She was devastated She Hit the rock bottom She didn't know what to do but thank God, God, our God is God of second chances. God of restoration. See, pastor said, restoration is something that is broken, smashed. God can put it together as if it never happened.
1: And then suddenly she met a young man. He accepted her hell as she was, with her pregnancy, while they were dating, this young man gave her a book called Martyrs for Christ. I never, I never see a young man giving her, uh, uh, giving her girlfriend, as a gift, Martyr
2: for Christ. Then she told, he told her, Hey, if you want to marry, I have nothing to offer. God has been calling me to go to mission field. I,
1: all I can offer you the mission field. If you are willing to go with me, I will marry. Otherwise, I have nothing to offer.
2: Then she told her, Yes, God put my life together. I was a wreck. My life was a mess. God gave me second chance, I will do anything, I will go anywhere with you, I will say yes. They packed their
1: bags, they went to Maritana, North, America, North Africa, in one of, the, one of the countries in North Africa, uh, predominantly Muslims. They did not, they could not preach the gospel openly they did friendship evangelism, inviting people for a coffee, for, coffee or for a lunch, for dinner, for a dinner, they did a But, I think it was 2006. Al-Qaeda penetrated that country. They were not happy, many Muslims are good, they are respecting them, they are, they are through friendship evangelism, they're sharing Christ with them but uh, these Al-Qaeda militants, these fundamentalist extremists didn't like what this lady and her husband
2: doing so one day her husband
1: uh, they're working with a non-profit NGO a Christian organization is going to work in that uh, uh, in that office
2: he parked the car in front of the office the minute they parked this Al-Qaeda extremists frowns at him and knocked him down to
1: the floor. And he fought them back. But suddenly,
2: from the mask through the windows, pop, pop, pop. He fell to
1: the ground like a chicken. And uh, in the pool of blood, then suddenly, a lady came running to t- tell this tragedy to, her, to, to his wife.
2: Hey! Jackie! 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 Stephen! Stephen! Stephen!
1: His wife thought the lady who came to tell the tragic news that, that lady's husband' name is also Stephen. Maybe she thought something happened to her Stephen. Not knowing something tragedy happened to her
2: Stephen. No, 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 not my Stephen. Your Stephen was shot dead. He's gone.
1: Small, four f- small children. She didn't know what to tell. And I heard that story. Now she went back after the convention, mission conference. She went back to Maritana, serving in the same country where her husband was shot dead.
2: For the cause of Christ, I would live for the cause of Christ, I would work for the cause of Christ, I would
1: die. Do You know, I told, I told uh, my daughter before I left for Haiti, my daughter was in the hospital for three days. Do you know? But God make everything beautiful. What enemy meant for evil, God will turn it up for our good when she was there in CHKD for three
2: days in that hospital somebody came to pray for her she was filled with the Holy Spirit and that hospital died and began to speak in tongues then her life was turned around she became a different girl
1: she is 13 We've been there in Haiti in six months. Six months, either me or my wife or Gloriana has no asthma attack. She's t- taking medicine. And my children, we what?
2: <laughs> this is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior
1: all day long. Pray- Perfect
2: submission All is at rest I in my Saviour Am happy and blessed Watching and waiting Looking above Filled
1: fill with his goodness Lost in His love. This is my story.
2: This is my song. Praising my Savior all day, day long. This is my story. This is my
1: song. Praising my Savior. All day day long. For the
2: cause of Christ. I would live. For the cause of Christ. I would work. For the cause of Christ. I would die. Do you
1: love me. More. Than. This. We worked six months we don't have a convert. My wife three weeks or four weeks before we came to the United States, my wife prayed simple. It's been six months. Give me one soul. Give me one soul. Then she was in that slides that uh, in that group, In that group, these boys are this side, left side, right side girls. In that group, after the session was over, a young lady came running. My mother was backslidden. My father was, my father is a Roman Catholic. Roman Catholic doesn't mean anything. Morning, they go to mass. In the evening, they go to witch doctor. I want to be saved. Ah, she led her into, into sinner's prayer. Then, hey, come to church. No,
2: my parents will not let, us go. let me go. No, no, tell them. Your teacher invited
1: you to come to church. Next week, next Sunday, we are looking for her. Lo and behold, she was there. And there are a lot of people abused physically, in any manner. We are ministering to those people. Then one day, I want to conclude with this. One day, there are a lot of people living in sin, many women getting pregnant out of wedlock. One day, in the, we have Tuesday board meeting, I was sitting there, these two couple came, she was pregnant, her belly is like that, then they came they came to reconcile with God, reconcile with the board, the church board and reconcile with the church, when they came suddenly the Holy Spirit, hey, don't lift your finger at them, speak to them kindly, gently, okay Holy Spirit I will obey I leaned forward from my chair and looked at them. Do you know, I'm not going to cast stone at you guys. We are all a bunch of sinners, including me, my wife, all these day comes. I am so proud of you. You want, you want to get things right with God. Do it. Suddenly he began to cry. Then he looked at his girlfriend, whoever she is. I don't know about her. But I sinned against God. I want to get right with God. I want to get right with God. I saw on their faces the guilt, the shame. I mean, they were devastated. But two weeks before we came to the United States. They came back. They wanted to get married. When I saw their faces, the glory of God was glowing on them. They were forgiven. They were free. They were happy. I mean, once their faces were gloomy, there's a guilt
2: There was guilt on their faces. There was shame on their faces. When they came next time, when they were forgiven, when they were given a second chance in Jesus.
1: Their faces were radiant. Wow, it's worth it. No plumbing. Even though they have plumbing problems. Even though there is no yeast. If there is no water, it's worth it. Even though there is no cheesecake, peach, milkshake. The cross before me the wall behind me the cross before me the wall behind me the cross before me the wall behind me No turning back No turning back No turning back No turning back I have decided to follow Jesus, I have decided to follow Jesus.
2: Okay. For this cause, I would live. For this cause, I would work. For this cause,
1: I would die. There are another song during this mission conference, Jesus, you, you are worth it all. For every nation, every soul, Jesus, you, you are worth it all. God bless you.
0: Thank you, Dr. Ravhaka, And I pray that You've heard the challenge as well, as the Spirit of God was speaking, even through his struggle, that we too would hear what God has called us to do, and that we would obey. Whatever it is, obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen? Amen. I look forward to hear the ongoing story for the next six months, Amen. Yeah, and then the next year, and all, as long as God has you there. Uh, because there's a language barrier as well with you, even though Sister Gloria speaks and the children, children. yes. Yeah, so yeah, they're masters at. it. You're way behind. <laughs> wow, wow. We're going to give you an opportunity to give in our missions tonight, and as our ushers would come, we're going to uh, just you can make this out to CEIC. 100 percent of this will go to them. Uh, If you want to, write a check to Love and Hope Ministries. We could try to get our bookkeeper in to get that to them before they leave, but we can definitely do it if you do it through CEIC uh, or just Christian Embassy and in the memo uh, Love and Hope Ministries. Uh, Our ushers uh, have instructions that this will be separate completely for 100% to go, and let's continue supporting this ministry. He and I served on a board for Tidewater Bible College uh, Board of Trustees many, many years ago is how we met, and I just saw his heart uh, for Haiti and for India, and I would prayed for God to open the door for us as a church to go there without him making me go there, and uh, I said, Lord, we'll, we'll support it, just, just don't make me move to India or don't make me move to Haiti, uh, because, uh, and, and the Lord says, I've got you here at Christian Embassy And uh, we'll open the door, as he's opened the door to so many other missions for us to reach out into. And uh, what a blessing it has been. And I didn't know that Chick-fil-A was a favorite of his, and uh, like that, but uh, now we know definitely where to take he and the family when they do come to the States, and they'll be happy for sure. But thank you again for coming, Dr. Rapaka, and uh, we just pray safe travels for you as you go back, and I know you'll be going... You're still doing trips in Haiti and India, right? So you can do either one or both. Or both, yes. Amen. And you can talk to Dr. Rapaka afterwards if you have any questions about that, and maybe the scheduling and time. Anytime like that, yes. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's pray. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you, God, for this opportunity to continue being a part of advancing your kingdom. Lord, we know that you said that we should go into all the world. And that you love all people, all people groups. And Lord, we see around heaven, there's a tongue uh, being there's praising you from every tribe and every nation. So Lord, we know that even some of these that are or these that are being hearing the gospel message through the repaka's Lord God, will be counted in that number one day of tens of thousands of thousands of thousands that are praising you in heaven. Lord, we thank you that we can be a a part of that. So as we give, Lord, we want to give for the advancement of your kingdom. Lord God, that souls could be saved, that lives could be discipled and changed for your glory, and that your kingdom message, Lord God, that works in the United States is the same same kingdom word that will work in Haiti, work in India, and work anywhere in the world, because your word works. We just need faithful servants that is willing to live for the cause, work for the cause, and even die for the cause to carry your word. So, Lord, we just pray for Brother Rapaka. We pray for his family. We lift up Gloria, his wife, his daughters, his son Jeremiah, who's in school here, Lord God. Lord, just keep your hand upon them, and every weapon formed against them, we declare, shall not prosper. But Lord God, that they'll rise up and condemn every word so that they can walk forth in the victory and the blessing that you have. Lord, we give now as we give in Jesus' name for your glory and for your honor. Amen.